Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Reclining at table with his disciples, Jesus was deeply troubled and testified, Amen, amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another at a loss as to whom he meant. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining at Jesus' side. So Simon Peter nodded to him to find out whom he meant. He leaned back against Jesus' chest and said to him, Master, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I hand the morsel after I have dipped it. So he dipped the morsel and took it and handed it to Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot. After Judas took the morsel, Satan entered him. So Jesus said to him, What you are going to do, do quickly. Now, none of those reclining at table realized why he said this to him. Some thought that since Judas kept the money bag, Jesus had told him by what we need for the feast or to give something to the poor. So Judas took the morsel and left at once, and it was night. When he had left, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and he will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. You will look for me, and as I told the Jews, where I go, you cannot come. So now I say it to you. Simon Peter said to him, Master, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, though you will follow later. Peter said to him, Master, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Amen, amen, I say to you, the cock will not crow before you deny me three times. The Gospel of the Lord. Master, who is it? Who is going to betray Christ? Can you picture Peter nodding to the young John to get him to find out who was the culprit? That was a real moment burned into John's memory, and therefore he included it in his gospel. He leaned back against Jesus' chest. How does one do that while eating dinner? Sounds a little awkward. The opening verse of the passage helps us. It says a deeply troubled Jesus was reclining at table with the twelve. It does not say he was sitting at the table. The Jews ate their dinners lying down, reclining. They rested their left elbow amidst pillows and cushions. Whatever kind of table they used would have been very low to the ground, and it was in the shape of the letter U, like a horseshoe. Servants would have entered the inside of the U-shaped table to serve the food and the wine. This, of course, is foreign to us, but that's how they ate in that culture. And Christ would have reclined at one end of the far ends, not in the middle, In our Western culture, the Last Supper is most always portrayed with Christ sitting in the middle of a long, narrow table. In some depictions, he's looking out from the canvas or into the camera, whatever is the case. He's facing the people. Makes for a better painting. And this way, the artist can fit everyone onto the canvas. 
Protestant reformers in the 16th century used paintings of the Last Supper to push for new church services, totally devoid of priesthood and sacrifice, and instead focused on a meal. They argued that the minister, no longer called priest, should stand behind a table and face the people because, they argued, well, that's how Christ did it at the Last Supper. But we, of course, know that Christ did not stand on the other side of a long table and face the people because there were no people out there. There was no congregation in the upper room at the Last Supper. Was Holy Thursday just a casual meal, a farewell memorial dinner for Christ before his violent execution? No. One of the 20th century's more famous liturgical scholars wrote that the liturgy of Holy Mass is derived not from the meal, but what took place afterwards. He wrote, the meal itself was held to be so inessential and so easily detachable that it quickly died out in the early church. Quote, what the church celebrates in the Mass is not the Last Supper, no. It is what the Lord instituted in the course of the Last Supper and entrusted the church, the memorial of his sacrificial death. On Thursday, we celebrate the evening Mass of the Lord's Supper. The entrance antiphon, the official entrance song given to us by the church to sing, states, we should glory in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that interesting? It doesn't say we should glory in the supper table of Jesus Christ. St. Paul wrote the Corinthians, brethren, when you come together into one place, it is not now to eat the Lord's Supper. He wrote that because some of the Corinthians brought food to Mass to eat their supper, but others didn't have any food. And some of these people got drunk at these Lord suppers. And so then Paul had to ask the question, don't you have homes to eat your suppers in? Then he explained that Mass was a ritual sacrifice, a covenant in Christ's blood. The second reading for Holy Thursday Mass since contains St. Paul's explanation of the Mass the institution of the Mass. This is my body. This is my blood. But the reading was gutted in 1970. Verses 20 to 22, which have Paul stating Mass was not a meal, those were cut out. It's over verses 27 to 32, in which Paul warned that if Holy Communion was received without first reconciling oneself with his brother, not being in the state of grace, then that person ate his own condemnation. Now, that would have been good information for Catholics to know these last 50 years, don't you think? Now, more Catholics believe in the newly made-up term transgenderism than they do in transubstantiation. What do you believe? My friends, a cracker placed on a wooden table doesn't save anybody. No, it is Christ nailed to a wooden cross that saves us. At Mass, by Christ's words, bread and wine are transubstantiated by God so we can literally do what Christ commanded, eat his body and blood. At Mass, Christ allows you to cooperate in your own salvation. You do that by leaning back against his chest as you hang with him up high on Calvary in the one and only sacrifice that can save you. The Last Supper started this process. It was the first Mass. 
It was and is a sacrifice that points to Calvary, not a cafeteria. <laughs> 